0: As a cycle breaker, we understand that by default, we are first. And this morning's message comes from a different context as it pertains to these two scriptures. The first one I want to start off with, and I'm going straight into it, is the book of Ecclesiastes 3. And I want to read from the message version because it gives a little bit of a more down-to-earth emphasis on this text. Because the title of it says, there's a right time for everything. There's a right time for everything. And it begins by saying there's a opportune time to do things, a right time for everything on the earth, a right time to plant and a never to reap, a right time to destroy and a never to construct, a right time to, to, to make love and a never to abstain, a right time to embrace and a never to part, a right time to search and a never to... Count your losses. Here's my favorite one here. A right time to hold on and never to let go. But it says, but in the end, does it really make a difference what anyone does? I've had a good look at what God has given us to do. God made everything in itself and in its time. But what does this have to do with values? Because the message today is simple. The last part of the cycle is growing through valleys, and a valley is anything that makes you afraid. Valleys are the gap between where you are and where you want to be. That middle section that we never want to face is called the valley. But why I'm talking about the right time for everything, or as what other um, translations talk about, uh, the right season, because seasons aren't governed by clocks and calendars. Your time in valleys is not governed by clocks and calendars. We know in the spiritual realm, spiritually, seasons are governed by the words you speak. That's why I said to, to change the voices. Use your voice in the right moment in time. Because within us, we have the power to speak a season into existence. But why do we struggle with this concept? Because when we're in the valley, we we forget not only who we are, but whose we are. So, of course, we're talking about valleys. and And the one scripture that we all know far too well that speaks about valleys is, of course, the 23rd Psalm. But I want to ask a few questions while we navigate through this well-known text that we, we learned when we were in Sunday school. Now, the first verse says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. Can you honestly say that God is first in your life? Or is he one of many? Because if the Lord is your shepherd and you have all that you need, why are you so concerned about everything else around you? That's the thing about scripture when it comes to singing these hymns and these songs is that if you're saying it, but do you mean it? Can you honestly say that God is first? He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right past bringing honor to his name. What if everything you're waiting on is waiting on you? The funny thing about this this text is you see a lot of he, the Lord. He lets me. He guides me. He renews. But verse 4 says, even when... interesting it says he renews he lets he is all that i need do we go from being led to doing the leading ourselves because in the beginning of it it talks about all the things that god does and what god can do but then it says in the the fourth verse that even though i walk through the darkest valley even though I go through these issues, even though these things happen, it says thou art with me. But the one thing we have to accept when it comes to breaking cycles is that the real maturity, the real growth in life is being able to say the dark valleys in my life is what I chose. We always want to blame the devil. The devil put me here. The devil tricked me. But no, in all honesty, the cycles that That we chose to put ourselves in, and what makes it worse is outside of that. Outside of that, you have people in your circle, people outside of your circle, who want to see you in these cycles. And the bad thing about it, people want your favor without the fight. They want your anointing about this. They don't want to go through those valleys. They want the ending part of the valley. They don't want your personal value. They want you to go through it, though. So what are we learning today? You will never have external fulfillment if you are internally empty. This whole world we live in, you'll never have external fulfillment if you are internally empty. That's to the fact when people who are rich and have all the money in the world end up committing suicide they have everything excessively, outside, externally, but internally they have nothing. Don't do anything in your life that you haven't prayed about. That's the most important thing. Because simply put, if you want to change your life, you don't change your life by changing your life. You change the cycles in your life. By first changing your mind. I gotta say that again. If you want to change your life, you don't change your life by changing your life. You change the cycle by changing your mind. That's why people end up that's what I say about seasons, it's not governed by time. It's governed by the voice that you have in you. To speak life. It said Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And when you're in these valleys of life, you're supposed to grow through it by understanding and accepting that, yeah, maybe this was me. Maybe I put myself in this. But the great thing about this is that the Bible says that no weapon formed against you will prosper. That doesn't mean, I always said the weapons are going to form. God never said the weapons won't form, but they won't. So in these valleys, when you see these weapons coming your way, understand that God didn't say you wouldn't have valleys. God didn't say the weapons weren't formed, but God did say that you'll never walk alone. So we can break these cycles in life. The blessings in life are behind closed doors. But we have to understand first, In the valleys, as we continue to grow and break these cycles and become cycle breakers, to understand after we break the cycles, we then become examples for others. Remember I said a few weeks ago about we are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. We become those same witnesses to the, the level of faith that we have in God because we understand that God can do exceedingly abundantly all that we can ever ask for if we first trust if we first have faith, if we first believe, if we first remember that God did it before and God could do it again. So I encourage you today, as I always should encourage you, to not fit in but break out. Break these cycles understand this that in these valleys of life we have to stop expecting people to be to us what we're not to us. It's a personal thing here. Because once we come out of that valley, I said this before, don't go into a new time in your life with an old perspective. Don't go into a new season with an old perspective. Because what ends up happening, like I said before, you can go into a new season of an old perspective and have the same results. And we have to break out of that. It's time to grow through these valleys. Because the Bible says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the Shep, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. And of course the verses go on and say, that, thy- that rod and thy staff come from me, and he prepares the table for me in the presence of everything. We can't get there first unless we grow through the valley. That's why I said people want the favor about the fight. They want to get to the table in the presence of the enemies, but they don't want to go through the fight in the valley. Understand the process when you're chosen. Understand the process when you are a cycle breaker and you are by default first. It's time to grow through the valleys in life and become what God has called us to be. For he is with us.